0: Hi, I'm John Martin. I'm here today with Mike Capuccio, owner of NETR Inc., a heating and cooling company in Massachusetts. Today we're talking about how to choose an HVAC contractor. Welcome Mike. Good morning, John. How are you? Good, thanks. So Mike, we want to talk today about, you know, if you're a homeowner and you're hiring an HVAC contractor to come in, maybe to install an air conditioning system in my home you know, what are the things that I should be looking for at the beginning while, while I'm interviewing maybe multiple different companies and, you know, things that I might expect to see happening during the installation and even after the installation happens at the end. So, to start kind of at the beginning, what are a few of the basic things that I should be looking for in a contractor when I'm just, you know, interviewing and maybe
1: getting a few quotes? Okay well John, that's, that it's all great information that you're looking for and I really you know when we go out to homes we really try to hone in with that with the contract with not with the contractor but with the homeowner to say to them you know when they say you know I'm interviewing three or four contractors to do this and you know well what are you really looking for in the in that interview you know what are you trying to find out? I mean one of the things you definitely want to first right out of the gate is that if you're interviewing the contract, the first thing you want to make sure is that they're not pushy. And they're demanding you to sign on the dotted line today. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that raises a huge red flag right at the beginning. The second one that you probably want to definitely keep an eye out for is, you know, do they only accept cash? And then do they want all the money up front when they're just in the, basically at the beginning stages of this job, they haven't done anything and they want all your money up front. I mean, that that's a that's a big red flag you want to make sure you stay away from. And mm-hmm. then you want to be looking at, you know, does the contractor have references you know, no matter what, they have to have references. And, you know, you want to talk to some people because as you're interviewing the contractor, you want to interview the people that they've done work for too in the past. And the other thing you got to really ke- keep an eye on too is, uh, are they suggesting a lender to you? You know, and is it someone that it, you don't recognize or is it not a bank or is it not a finance company? Is it just someone's name or something like that? You want to be cautious of that. And then probably the biggest thing is, does is the contractor listening to you? Is he listening to you as you're asking him the questions about that? So, you know, there's a lot of signs that you can look for right in the beginning as to what's happening there. And then, then you're going to get into the part of, you know, okay, what is it that I should be looking for in these three different quotes that I'm getting from the contractors? And, you know, the the first thing I always say to people is we have a, a bid comparison checklist, and we like to share that with the homeowner to say, hey, what are the things you're looking for? I mean, probably one of the biggest things is that do they run a manual J load calculation on your home to size the equipment properly? If you see contractors coming into your home and they're measuring things and then they're going to do a load calculation, that's usually a good sign that, hey, this this company knows they're sizing the system properly, they're asking me the right questions to in order to do a manual J load calculation. The contractor should have some sort of a in-home checklist that they're going to go through and they're going to ask you a lot of questions about your home, you know, have you done any insulation upgrades, have you done any window upgrades, you know, do you plan on doing any of that? Because if you are planning on doing any of that, that can definitely increase or decrease the sizing of your heating and air conditioning system that you'd be installing in your house
0: so if, if they're not asking you those questions if they're not asking you well what kind of insulation do you have in your walls are you planning on upgrading those in the next six months or not you know year you know what uh, have you replaced the windows or when was the last time you replaced the windows if they're not asking those types of questions they can't be doing a really full analysis of your house
1: no no they def- they're definitely not at that point you know we have a home comfort survey that we go through when we come in your house we're going to you know we're going to ask you a lot of questions just you know how do you live in your house where do you live in your house you know are there any hot spots in your house are there any cold spots in your house you know ha- have you done any electrical upgrades in your house things like that you and then the other thing is that you really want to make sure that they're installing in an energy star equipment into your home and then you know what we like to also let people know is you know if you're working with an energy star contractor or a mass save contractor at that point are they going to handle my rebates for me? Are they going to do my paperwork for me? Are they going to mail it in for me? Are they, are they going to be an advocate for me with the rebate companies? A lot of contractors don't do rebate paperwork. They just get the job done. They hand it off to the consumer and say, here you go. Here's, here's a form, fill it out. And you know, as you know, we've all been online trying to fill out these, these rebate forms or different things. And they, they can be, you know, a, a very daunting task at, at, times to do so. You know, you want to make sure that the contractor is going to help you with all of that. You know, that's more of something that happens at the end of the job. But I would want to know that up front. You know, are they going to do my rebate paperwork for me? Okay. You know, some of the other things you want to make sure of, too, is that as they're going through your home, you know, what are the what are the signs? What are they looking for? Just how are they treating my home? I would you know, I would want to know what's going to happen during the installation what goes on during the installation? Do they have an installation process and do they have training for their process that they train their people on to do this? Or is it just a fly-by-night company that comes in and does things? How are they going to protect my home? I would want to know that. I mean, you know, how are they going to protect my floors? How, how do they work in a home? Do they have any illustrations of this? Is there a formal training guide that they use to train their people to do this? You know, right, I, to make, I, I to make think,
0: sure that all of the installers in in their company are all doing things the same way, or is it just like, you know, one guy does it one way and another guy does it his way correct. and they don't have anything, you know, in common with each other?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, any, install, any air conditioning installation or heating installation requires training. And how do they train their people? How do they train their people and what should I expect? when you when you come into my home to do this installation the day of the installation you and
0: know those are how, things that we should be asking to the contractor right at the beginning the first time that I meet
1: them and they come into absolutely, my absolutely absolutely and they should be able to show you that you know you either either via video or pictures or you know possibly a a reference you know do they have references like we were talking about can I call other people and see what they've done in other people's homes, and and speak to them. You know, I'm interviewing the contractor, but I'd like to interview someone that they've actually done work for too. Now, a lot of people um,
0: might have a hard time with with that. You know, you don't want to you don't want to call up a stranger and you know and talk to them yeah. and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm gonna be working with this company maybe, and and can you tell me a little bit about how they worked in your house? It feels awkward to people. What yeah, what, what do you recommend? How do how do you think that well, people should approach that? I would them?
1: absolutely go on in. You know, you you can either call most of these people that we would give you a phone number and a name to call John. These are people that we have done work in their homes. And after the job, we have a customer quality audit that they actually check off a box and say, yes, you can have somebody call me. So there shouldn't be as much of a discomfort when somebody does call them at that point. But I would also highly, highly recommend go on and look at the reviews of the company. Now, look, every company can have multiple five-star reviews. It's Sometimes it's very easy to do. You can have people do reviews for you, you know, online that you know. But I highly recommend Yelp is a good one. Yelp has, you know, it's a very neutral site. What do their Yelp reviews look like? Even the, the Better Business Bureau seems to be the most credible. Are they a member of the Better Business Bureau? Are they accredited company? A good accredited company has multiple reviews on their website and you know the Better Business Bureau acts as a liaison between the contractor and the homeowner. So Better Business Bureau reviews, Google reviews, things like that, social media reviews, but go on and look at the reviews of the company. You know, look at what people are saying about them. Not every company can be totally perfect, but look at how if something wasn't good, on an installation or a job, look at how the company responded to them in that negative review. How was the response? Was there a response? That would be a big red flag for me. If there's no response from the company on a negative review, um, because you want to know, you know, what what actually went on in there. You know, not everybody can be perfect, so you know, you you can get some ones, you can get some twos, but is the majority of it, you know, is ninety five percent of it positive? If 50% of it is only positive, I would be very, very cautious of that contract, extremely cautious. Yeah, it's
0: kind of like when you're you doing, know? Uh, you know, looking at all the reviews on, on like an Amazon product that you're, that you're buying or something like that, where if you can see that like all of the one-star reviews are all talking about this one same thing that's wrong every single time and it's consistent, you know, that's when you it kind of puts up a little bit of a red flag.
1: Yeah, I kind of, I, I remember a situation like that that I was involved in with a TV and I had bought it online and, you know, and you kind of looked at it and you you saw everyone said this one resistor always burned up, (laughs) you know, it happened all the time. So, but those are definitely some of the things you should be doing. You should be verifying that, you know, before you come into, before you bring any of them into the home, some of the things that you want to make sure of after the installation, you know, what what happens after the installation is completed? What do you do? Uh, Some of the things you should be looking for examples, what is your closeout packet look like? How do you qualify the system to know that it's been installed properly? Do you do a third-party verification? You know, we use The MS check system through MassSave, the Air Conditioning Contractors of America has an Energy Star program that we go through, and then MassSave has a qualified check too that we go through. We do qualified check on our mini splits and our ducted systems as well. And they have to qualify the system and say, yes, now you can get your rebate because they've put it into our system and qualified the charge, they've qualified the checkout, along with our checkout sheets as well. So that that needs to get done. And then is the contractor going to register all my warranties? What does the closeout packet look like? Are they going to register everything and make sure that I get my 12-year warranties and my 10-year warranties, et cetera? Things like that that you should be making sure that that are going to get done at the end of the job.
0: You know, you've given us some good ideas of, of things that we should expect during the installation and after the installation happens, and that's really great advice. What do I do? you know in the middle of a project they've come into my house and they're starting to do the work and i'm not seeing some of these you know things happen that i was expecting you know what recourse do i have can i just tell them hey hey stop you know stop doing what you're doing we need to talk or or what you know what do you recommend well that's the importance
1: of first off john does the company have a training process and do they have training manuals and and Was I shown this in the beginning of how an installation was going to get done? So if you've seen this somewhere and you visually have seen this and that's what your expectation is, I mean, that's what should be getting done. So another thing you should be looking for too is does this company, what is the management structure in this company look like? Is there an installation manager I can call or is this just the foreman on the job that I'm now dealing with and I don't have a... You know, a head person to call, or an owner to call, or something to say, hey, this is not what I was shown in the sales process. When when the comfort consultant came out to my home, I'm seeing things now that look a little bit different than what you guys showed me. And then there's no there's no gray area at that point because this is what they've been trained on to do, and they should be doing. So it just makes it a lot cleaner. You know, you've set the expectation of what should be done for the homeowner and your people as well. So, yeah, you absolutely have the right to stop the process at that point and say, hey, you know, what's going on here, you know? But that's why it's so important to have those
0: conversations first when you're first, you know, interviewing the company uh, so that they're really showing you exactly what the process is supposed to be so that you know when the installation is happening and those things are not happening, you, you can say, hey, stop, this is not what I was shown. If you weren't. If you didn't do your due diligence when you were interviewing the company, the contractor right from the beginning, it's a little bit hard for you to come back then and say, hey, this isn't you know, happening the way that you told me that it was going to happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and you might not even know how it should be happening, John, right. to be honest with you. You know, and then you just see something that, geez, you know, this just doesn't look right. I highly, highly recommend, again, What one of the biggest things is what? how do you do your installation? How is it that you going to do things when you make holes in my house? And how are you going to secure things? One of the big things that comes up a lot of the times is, you know, we put units in an attic with drain systems and water. You know, how do you protect my home from no water leaking from the attic into my home and destroying my ceiling? What are the safety precautions you take that you install on your systems and, you know, on our ductless systems? What precautions do you take so water isn't a problem? Because that's one of the things that'll damage your home later on. And yeah, these things do cost a little extra money to install, but there's a lot of way to cut corners in a heating and air conditioning installation. I've seen them all. Right.
0: Any final thoughts on, uh, you know, how to choose an HVAC contractor?
1: No, is really just, you know, like I said, is look at your process before the sale. How did my interview go with the contractor before the sale? What should I expect during the installation? And what should I expect after the installation? I think if you break it down into those three three pieces, when you're interviewing contractors, I mean, in really seeing what these, what these contractors can provide for you, not just the cheapest price, because usually the cheapest price doesn't come with all of the other things.
0: All right. That's great advice, Mike. Thanks again for speaking with me today. All right, John. Great. Have a good day.
1: Thank you. And for more information, you can visit
0: the NETR website at netrinc.com or call 781-933-NETR. That's 781-933-6387.